Welcome to the Let's Drive Together podcast, where we will be interviewing some of the most amazing entrepreneurs and lifestyle coaches from Australia and all around the world. This week's episode, I got a special guest here with me today. Good day, Frank. Hey, Frank, thanks for tuning in and joining us. Really appreciate your time. Good day. How are you doing? Yeah, yeah, good, man. Um, so why don't you start off with like telling us a little bit about you, what you do, and what's that burning desire that gets you out of bed every single morning? Uh, so what I do is uh, brand identity design. Now, for layman's terms, it's basically making a, a visual identity as well as a kind of a brand identity, that kind of feeling that you have about a business, an identity that a business has, the way it communicates both you know, verbally um, or visually or even that feeling that you, you get like if it's about McDonald's, some kind of distant memory you might have about it or the way that you would stand yep. out in front of an Apple store, that feeling that you just want to be a part of that brand that's what i'm trying to create for my clients um so i've been doing Mm -hmm. this for a couple of years my business is called g'day frank it's based in sydney australia pretty much a one-man band but i run it with my wife and uh Mm. That's, yes, that's, that's business cool. side of things. The reason why I chose branding was that branding, marketing, advertising, it kind of all works on me. Like I'm a big sucker for it. And mm-hmm. so if you market something <laughs> to me, I'll probably want to buy it or have serious yep. promo if I don't buy it. Um, but for me, I worked in television uh, production for seven years before I quit my job and started my own design business. And part of that job was to create identities for television. So for shows like Family Feud, I designed a logo for that and kind of a look for that, um, as well as several other different identities. And it kind of came naturally to me to create um, a brand identity basically from the visual side of things, but then needed to learn the strategy side of things and then the messaging side of things to kind of make it a well-rounded end result for a small to medium-sized business. Mm, yeah, I love it. Um, so how did you come up with the name Good Day Frank? It's pretty cool though. Yeah. yeah. So my actual name isn't Frank. It's Reagan. That's my first name. Frank is my middle name. It's it's both okay. my grandfather's names as well. And the reason why I picked it is because just like a logo, the simpler it is, the easier it is to remember, um, even spell. So between Reagan, I get uh, lots of Regans. The spelling is invariably very different. Um, so I went with Frank because it was just easy to remember, easy to spell, easy to pronounce, and then integrated that with it being an Aussie business. So having a kind of a call to actiony type name like G'day Frank, it allows me to pick up the phone and say G'day Frank speaking, or a yep. person can greet me and say G'day Frank, and it's like every time that happens, it's kind of gives a little bit of a smile on my face or an inside grin, just going, oh, that's that's always nice <laughs> to hear that. Um, yeah, nice. So it's not to take away my own actual name I will still introduce myself and say look my name actually is Reagan you can call me Reagan or mm-hmm. Frank up to you For yeah brevity, Frank is easier it's much <laughs> yeah. easier exactly so I don't really mind either way it's both names are on my email signature let's say and it's on my website but most yep. people come across me on the internet and probably know me as Frank if you find me on Instagram or mm-hmm. if it's on LinkedIn it's still as Reagan so that's yep. how I came up with the name. That's how I use it. And so far, so good. 
Mm, that's good. Yeah. So, um, in terms of the name of the brand, like, cause a lot of people, like they get confused, like, should they put their own name or Definitely. should they create a company? And so what are your thoughts on that? Like, should people like start off with like a short name or like, what is that approach? Yeah, I guess it comes down to your future aspirations. Um, my intentions haven't ever to be some big agency where I have, yeah. you know, hundreds of employees or whatever and become a pentagram or a Landor. It was simply to have something that was just a bit more interesting and could position myself as someone that knows kind of what they're doing with a brand for themselves so that if a client sees my brand, they can see what I can do for myself, what could I do for them kind of thing. That's the kind of idea. It could have easily just been, you know, Reagan McCrill design. And again, it, it's a little bit more forgettable. But mm-hmm. if you want to focus more on focus your attention more on the client rather than on your own brand and showcase yep. their the work that you do for them rather than it being all about you that's mm. totally fine as well there's, there's no um, problem with that and the beauty of having you know especially if you do have a name that is fairly simple if it's a little more complex then try play with the idea maybe of of picking a, a different name but if it doesn't yeah. resonate well with you and you can't really align with it and feel proud to say okay my name is uh, computer designs or whatever it is um, yeah. then there's no real point in doing it because you're not ever going to feel comfortable talking to someone saying oh this is my business and they'll be like what yeah yeah, <laughs> um, yeah true so if, if you're starting out a business, think about these sort of considerations. And if, if you only ever wish to be, say, a one-man band or a one-woman band, then and you have a name that you can 100% embrace, you're, you're happy with your name. Not to say I'm not happy with my name at all. That's not the, the consideration yeah. here. Um, but yep. it allows you to create a personal brand that is you. And many business okay. coaches do this. Many consultants kind of do this. They, they attach their name to what it is they do so that way their name becomes synonymous with whatever they do. So mm. if you're Steve Jobs, you are Apple. If you yep. are you know, Ronald McDonald, even though he's fictional, you were McDonald's kind of thing. Um, there's, <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a personal brand attached to that and you don't need to com- make it more complex for yourself than you know, having to com- come up with a whole new identity. Interestingly for me with my Frank kind of name, it, it's given me kind of weirdly a sense of a bit more confidence to give like 100, 110% of personality mm. because for me away from what it is you see me doing, I'm a little bit more reserved. I'm not so verbose and, and um, I, not when I say interesting, I hope I'm interesting. Um, yep. But for friends and family, they mostly say, you don't sound like this. Um, mm. away from your content and it's because I'm probably a little bit more reserved and it's depending on where I'm comfortable most so with friends yep. I can be the life of the party whereas with family um, or even former colleagues I'm a little bit more reserved but mm. in the design space and what I'm doing and I, I need to be confident so the whole idea of the, the name and the brand that I've created gives me that confidence to really kind of sell what it is I do and you know confidence is sexy that's the idea that if you aren't confident about your business then people aren't going to feel like they want to work with you that they want to trust you that they see that you're professional all that kind of thing comes with with that that was a very long answer I'm sorry (laughs) yeah no 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 that's really a lot of valuable stuff in there and uh, I think the biggest mistake that people make even like I went through the stage of like coming up with a name or a brand and I, I think the simplest way is like have your personal brand just on your name 
Yeah. And then if you want to really like create a company, like you can name that, but you really have to stick to it. Uh, I see a lot of people like they create a brand and then they just rebrand themselves and do all that. Like, you yeah. know, just create one and just stick to it, you know, I guess. Yeah. I mean, con- consistency is definitely key. And I, I encourage this with my clients that if you are the figurehead of your business and you're going to be the face of that business, you know, like a Gary V would be to VaynerMedia, mm-hmm. yep. then you have an obligation to your business's success to create a personal brand, um, mm-hmm. to, to voice your opinions, your thoughts, you know, introduce your team, all these kind of things. Yep. So that way you are the attractive point of difference. To yep. Gary v has done it really well as well because he got like multiple brand, like Gary V questions and yeah. then he got like Rainer Media, like he, and he's putting out like consistent content. Exactly. And to be honest, like he was one of the main reasons like why I started this podcast because mm-hmm. he mentioned about the consistency. He mentioned like, you know, keep adding value and then networking and it's really valuable, you know? Yeah. And I love his branding because um, even his book and stuff, like mm-hmm. he always mentioned about like consistency. He mentions like how you should like um, use the certain platform the way they sh- that you should do it. Yep. Because Facebook is different, Instagram is different, and a lot of people make the mistake of like copy pasting and then without putting little to attention to like the hashtags or the way that they have to communicate their message on yeah. the platform. Yeah, I, I learned a long time ago that uh, context is kind of key. You know, the medium mm-hmm. itself is the message. It's a very old quote, that one from back in the 60s, but it still reigns true today that if you are posting something on Instagram, your audience is probably going to be looking for something different on LinkedIn. Mm. Like you, you can copy and paste and make content that is versatile enough to work between the two, but sometimes you might be able to do a, a video carousel kind of thing on Instagram, but you can't do that on LinkedIn and you can't do that on yep. Facebook. So you need to change True. the tactic and present it in a different way. You can still say the exact same thing. It just needs mm-hmm. to be you know, re-engineered. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, my next question, I guess, would be like um, about brand strategy. Like how can people get started? For example, we got your we got their brand mm-hmm. and they want to like create a brand strategy and marketing strategy to really be able to scale and um, be able to build up their brand. So what are your thoughts on that? Sure. I mean, I don't profess to call myself a brand strategist. Um, mm-hmm. The way that I would execute a brand strategy is what I would call semantically brand identity strategy. So it's how mm-hmm. can we create an identity for your business that will allow you to be memorable, recognizable, and trusted. Um, yep. Like really basic things like that, that it's how we want your business to look visually appealing to your specific audience, how we want it to connect with your audience by telling a story or even sharing their story, whatever it is, Mm. to allow your business to um, align with who it is your customer is or Mm. several different customers depending on how many you know target markets you have it would probably Mm -hmm. be similar for a marketing strategy is how can you get the attention of that particular individual and for me marketing and branding are pretty uh, they're in a symbiotic relationship so you can't have one without the other i I believe at least because how is someone supposed to recognize your marketing or advertising without branding from the visual sense from the words that you use from the sort of tone that you communicate that's branding and it's a very long-term um initiative for a business to have it's ever evolving it's not just set and forget um because your customer changes your offering changes your uh, values might change your team might change whatever it is 
Whereas yep. marketing and more so advertising, but marketing and advertising are generally more shorter term initiatives because you might have an overall strategy for your marketing. It's a real kind yep. of play by play for what it is you do as a business. But executionally, you'll do it in small segmented bits that are either for certain campaigns or mm-hmm. um, you know certain initiatives that your business might be trying to gain the attention of that specific individual that is contextual to the time that you are placing that ad or that newsletter or a mm-hmm. podcast, your social media content, whatever it is, um, there's some reason why you're doing it at that specific stage whereas branding is something that you you want to be having there as a consistent ever-present identity feeling whatever you want to call it um so to to execute on a, a strategy it's understanding firstly what is your goal or your mm-hmm. overarching goal or what is the big goal that we could then break down into little goals to achieve that it's because you can't just go audaciously at one big hairy goal it, it never really works so you break it down into little things and then you start understanding why can't we achieve that now so you're trying to pick up certain pain points that you that are getting in the way and how we can overcome them with certain solutions. Mm-hmm. One, of those, one of those solutions might be a brand identity, you know, rebrand exercise um, mm-hmm. or, a, or a new identity, whatever it is. It could be, you know, starting up a podcast like yourself. Whatever yep. it might be to get your name out there on the brand strategy side of things to have it be, you know, a, have a gain awareness to gain trust to, you know, align with whoever it is you're trying to, you know, connect with. That's mm-hmm. the brand strategy side of things. The marketing strategy, I can't really speak to so much because I don't yep. do that myself. But okay. I hazard a guess it would probably be of a similar vein to mm-hmm. understand execution. Because strategy, that's it. It's a battle plan for how we get from point A to point B and mm-hmm. what certain tactics do we do in between that to get there. Um, okay. And it's like if to give it to a, a really simple analogy would be like a soccer game football game, whichever way you want to call it. Um, You know, you have all the different players of your team. The overarching goal is to score a goal, to win the game. All the different parts here, the ball is pretty much your business and you're trying to get that business into the goal, which in the goal being the customer's hands. If you Mm -hmm. as the manager, which would be my role as a brand strategist, my role is to organize the team, um, which is the business and it's offering to get that ball into that goal. Um, mm, yeah. So yeah, I like that analogy. Yep. Yeah, Interesting. There's so many different ways you could spin strategy, but like if if you look at it at a very simple point, don't overcomplicate it because it doesn't mm-hmm. need to be overcomplicated. Yeah. True. Complicated. Simple. Uh, exactly. The complicated part is knowing what's going to work, and that's where if you really want to get into strategy, it's knowing how to measure those results. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so yep. yeah, that's good. Um, I know that you specialize in branding and logo design as well so for instance um so your expertise is in tech industry is that correct it's moving into it it's been fairly broad of late so i'm just now starting to niche into the tech sort of area okay um the clients i've worked with have been quite broad from you know real estate to um hospitality to health and fitness so okay yeah yeah that's a mixed bag Okay, let's say uh, there's a company, whether that's fitness or a tech company, they just mm-hmm. 
it's like a startup stage and they want to come up with their name, uh, branding, logo. And what advice would you give them, you know, like when you have like a meeting or one-on-one session with them, like yeah, sure. what should they do? So interestingly, I've had a client just recently that came to me and like, I got to say, he's an ideal client because he'd thought about why his business existed. Um, mm-hmm. You know, what, what purpose does it solve or serve? And how does he do what he do he does differently to others? Um, and he would do this for certain touch points of his business. And I was like, mate, this is perfect. This is what I'm looking to see from a business. I mean, I would work with you to find those bits out anyway. But if you're mm-hmm. thinking about these things already, what your purpose is, why you want to do it, you know, how you want to do it, and who you want to serve, that's the crux of how you build a brand for, you know, longevity. Mm. If you can nail those points from the beginning, that's a yep. good platform to start from. The visual side of things and the, the name is a whole other kettle of fish because it, it's purely aesthetic and it, mm-hmm. it it's definitely comes down to a mixture of your own taste as the individual that owns yep. your business from the designer's perspective and from the customer's um, expectations. Mm. I so, think it's like a core um, principle is that one of the biggest foundation, I would say, like who you're targeting, who, what are, value are you bringing? And then also focusing on like branding yourself and logo design and all that sort of thing. It's like a balance of these two, you know? I exactly. Guess. I mean, this is the thing for a brand to succeed, it doesn't need an amazing logo, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, it needs to be done just consistently. So if you have an absolutely rubbish logo, let's say, if you believe that you have yeah. a rubbish logo, I'm not going to say you have a rubbish logo cause that's not my, you know, mm-hmm. that's not my business. Um, if you have a, a poor logo, you apply it better. It's better than a, good logo applied poorly and this is a quote from one of my own you know fellow design friends jacob cass um and it, it says very well because consistency is key here to have that brand be recognizable um yeah. it doesn't need to be from the logo because the logo is you know other people say it's an empty vessel there's nothing to it and it's like i gave this analogy the other day in some of my content is that it's like looking at a pie the pie might mm. look smell everything you know, good. And that's the logo, the outer casing. It's what's inside that makes it taste as good as it looks. So mm. you, you want to be developing those things that do give it some, you know, body to it. Something that t- you can actually connect with, like sharing your story, sharing your why, all these kinds of things is what makes that brand sing. And you don't need to be a big business to have a brand. You can be the one person, you know, Joe, that's in their bedroom. Yeah, true. That's how whatever. Steve Jobs or other people like started, the, started from the Garage, exactly. Exactly. It yeah. doesn't need to be much. It, it just needs to be consistent to give value and and be there for the long term. If you're there mm-hmm. to qu- make a quick buck and do you, you drop shipping on Amazon and and that be that, fine. But you're not going to build brand mm-hmm. out of that. You're just chasing the bright light. You're the weed, you know, dealer. You're the Bitcoin salesman. You know, you're the business. Yeah. You know, and also the problem with drop shipping is like um, you have to sell it to the mass. You know, if you're not selling it um, to the mass, then it's kind of like harder to make money, you know, I would say. It is. It requires a lot more effort. I've seen people do dropshipping very well and yeah, no, actually I've seen create that a brand. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of people that I have seen uh, and, and they do it very well, but they're the very mm-hmm. few. 
like very yeah they're like the top five percent you know the rest is they're just like trying to figuring it out probably even one (laughs) percent like realistically so Mm. yeah if you're in it for the long term which is why like say for to give the smallest examples instagram content i'm not there focused on how do i get the most followers how do i get the most reach on my hashtags you know i heard gary v say this just this week was you know if you want to grow stop focusing on that stuff stop focusing on the metrics for brand for marketing it's a whole nother kettle of fish because you need to have you know roi kpis um ltvs all these different kind of things that become part and parcel of how you measure success in marketing whereas brand Mm. is a little bit more uh qualitative it's something that's a bit more subjective and has heart and feeling and emotion and takes time to build it's like a relationship with your girlfriend or your boyfriend you know Mm. that doesn't develop just overnight from one kiss one date one you know night out kind of thing it it, mm-hmm. it happens over time and you treat a relationship with your customers the exact same way or with your own business the exact same way you don't need to yeah. feel aligned with your branding from the get-go i say this a lot to my own clients when i show them a visual identity especially don't feel like you need to like this or love this right now i would rather mm. you go away for a week sit on it keep yep. looking back at it and then come back to me and tell me rather than me know immediately because, yeah pretty much like building yeah. a relationship with the uh, potential clients or customers i would say yeah, yeah that's really interesting yeah because a lot of people make the mistake like they want to like one night stand they want to like straight away buy my stuff you know mm-hmm. <laughs> it mm-hmm. just doesn't really work out very well yeah it doesn't work that like that anymore it probably did 10 15 20 years ago where where you know internet sales became a thing and everyone's like oh this is interesting but now you know millennials especially see through that bullshit it, it's something mm. that you you want to have some sort of deeper connection it's why as i said we stand out front of Apple stores to wait for the new iPhone. You know, it, it's why we jump online and pre-order, you know, a pair of Yeezys, whatever it is, you align mm-hmm. with that brand because it says something about you, not just about what that brand is. Okay. Yep. Fair enough. Uh, I guess my next question would be like, where do you see yourself in the future? What are your future um, goals for your business? Um, my immediate future is to become a dad again. Um, I We're expecting another little baby, so that's going to probably add another mm. spanner to the works. Um, so oh, nice. we have yeah. one little boy. Um, so be Congratulations. Fine. Thank you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but for more long term, I mean, to be honest with you, I don't think too far in advance because you never know what will come within a year. Yeah. Like for me, two years ago when I started this business, I didn't think I would be doing what I'm doing now, you know, having different online media accounts and things and having a presence and and all that kind of stuff and not just working with the clients that I have but also giving back to other designers which I do um, fastidiously to you know to feel like I can give back and share what I've learned and all that kind of stuff I would I would have called you crazy if you said you know you'll be doing all this in two years so it's kind of scares me what I'll be doing in another two years yeah Um, but Additionally, it's it's very exciting. I don't plan though to scale my business to great heights. That's never my intention. It's mm-hmm. to have a lifestyle that I am comfortable leading, to support my family, okay. and to just do this as something that I enjoy, not to yep. you know become. Yeah, you know, family's the, always first. I would say, yeah, definitely, exactly. And some people, that's not the case. They they want to build you know a business, and hats off to them. It's really hard work, even just as a sole operator. It's a hard hard task mm-hmm. to manage. so many different hats especially if you do want to get your name out there with branding marketing advertising Mm -hmm. all the rest of it um yeah but But i guess once they 
get that, you know, certain level of building it and then things like start working out for them. You know, exactly. they can take a little bit of break and then go back to the hustle. You know, it's just, you know, it's momentum. Yeah, compounding momentum is a beautiful thing. There's books written on it. You know, the compound mm-hmm. effect, it, it just, everything scales. Once you get little bit by little bit and little win by little win, you just start doing more of it and you feel encouraged to do more of it and you find ways to do more of it be with yeah. just yourself or you need other people to help you, which is how businesses scale. Okay, perfect. Uh, one last question. Where can people find you? If you can link us to your website and business, sure. that'd be great. Um, I'll give you two very easy ones. G'dayfrank.com is my website. So G-D-A-Y-Frank.com or you can find me the same um, at um, username on Instagram at G'dayfrank. That's it. Okay. Yep, great. Thanks for being on the show, man. Really appreciate it again. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Yep, no problem, man. Have a good day. And you. Cheers. Cheers.